This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, traders, Akil Stokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I've got a gem of an episode ready for you guys today, following up on our last discussion on earning a 3,000% return from the markets. Today, we're going to talk about financial responsibility. We're going to talk about wealth creation. We're going to talk about something called the latte factor and how you can cut out unnecessary expenses from your everyday living. All of this is relevant in being able to invest in yourself now so that you can reap the benefits of it later. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, please share this podcast. Please subscribe. Please rate and please leave a review. All right. So who wants to know the secret of how to become wealthy? Of course you do. It's a lot more simpler than you may think. And, and this is something that my trading mentor taught me a long time ago, that if you want to achieve wealth, right, there's only two steps that you need to take. One is spend less than you earn. Two is invest in something that you know. Now, in the previous podcast episode, we had a nice conversation uh talking about the type of returns that you can get, talking about compounding your money and how, although averaging 3% a month may not seem like a lot, when you do that year after year after year, month after month after month, you're turning that into a 9,000% return, right? In five years, if you implement some money management in that, you're turning that into a 3,000% or more return in six or seven years. And what seems like a little can very quickly become a lot. Now, that's the investment part. You're investing in something that you know, which is yourself, which is your trading, right? But there is a part that I left out because some of you still aren't satisfied with that. Some of you are still saying, well, Keel, six or seven years is just too long. Now, if you're, if you're very young in your trading career, if you start it uh, around the same age as me, which is your early 20s, uh, then stop complaining. You've got plenty of time. There's, there's no need to be a millionaire right away. However, some of you are maybe at the end of uh, the ending age of, hey, you're, you're going to retire soon. You need something that is going to create you a supplemental income and that, that clock is ticking. And I don't know why I forgot to mention this, probably because uh, I don't, I don't, write out these podcast episodes. I just turn the microphone on and start talking. But another way that you can build your trading account a lot quicker is simple. Invest in yourself. Save money and reward yourself. Now, I say reward yourself instead of just putting money in because there's a big difference. You don't want to put money into your trading if you're not good at trading yet. 
That's just a very quick way to lose even more money, right? Think about it like this. If you can't consistently make profit with a $1,000 account, why would you give yourself another $1,000 to trade with? You're just going to blow that too, right? It's like going to the casino, losing money at the craps table, and then heading over to that bright, shiny ATM to take out more money, right? You're just going to lose it. So what you want to do is you want to reward yourself very similar to how a prop firm would, right? A prop firm is essentially a, a place where you're trading the company's money. And when you start off at a prop firm, you're typically given a very minimal account to trade with, kind of like a tester. It's like, hey, we're going to throw you some money and see how you handle it. And if you do well with that money, you're typically rewarded with more money. If you do well with that bigger sum of money, you're typically rewarded with more money. And the better you get, the more money you're allowed to trade. You want to do the same thing with your trading, right? The better you become at your trading, the more money you should allow yourself to trade. So if you're starting with a $1,000 account or a $10,000 account, just to go with our example, and you've got another three or $4,000 laying on the side, right? Don't just put it in as soon as you get it. Maybe you get your tax bill or something like that. Don't just throw it into your trading account. Keep it. And once you've proven that you can consistently make profits, then add to it later, right? Reward yourself that way. Now, the biggest question is, or the biggest excuse, I should say, not a question, excuse, is a kill. Well, how do how do I get money to add to my account? I don't have a lot of money to begin with. How can I put more money into my account so that I can go up that money management scale quicker and eventually achieve my goal of making millions and millions from trading, right? And the answer is simple. Work more, spend less. Work more, spend less. How many of you will actually do that? Probably very few because you'll come up with some excuse not to, but work more. Ask for more hours at your job. Work overtime. Be the first person to sign up on holidays where you get that time and a half or that double time. If you're at a job or maybe you're on salary and there, there aren't any opportunities to earn more hours, pick up a side job. You guys know my story. I did three jobs at the same time. I went from working with children that had mental and behavioral health issues, straight to coaching track and field, took a little classes in between, then straight to cleaning toilets. There's always a job out there. Work at McDonald's. Find a Starbucks. Find a, a third shift at a factory, right? There's no excuses. It, it may not be the optimal life for you, but what you're doing at this point is you're laying the framework. You're, you're willing to work extremely hard now in order to gain those benefits later. I saw this, uh, this tweet this morning. It was, it was trending on the Twitter, right? And I, I think it was, um, gosh, it was, it was uh, make life easy, something like that. Give me a second. I'm actually going to check it because I want to, I wanna, it's going to mess with me for the rest of the day. Log into the Twitter. What is that hashtag? Life could be easy if, right? So for you guys that are unfamiliar with Twitter, they give you these hashtags, life can be easy if, you type it in and then you kind of fill in the rest of the sentence. And I said that life would be easy if people stopped thinking life is supposed to be easy. Life is not supposed to be easy. Life is supposed to be tough. Too many people take life easy because they're stuck in that comfort zone. If you've been a follower of the podcast, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
that 90-10 comfort zone, but life isn't supposed to be easy. Now, do people have easy lives? Yes. And some of them, you know, maybe their parents did all the work and they just were born into it. But for a lot of people, they work their behinds off in order to earn that easy life. So maybe you're asking them now on the back end of their investment. And they're like, oh, yeah, life is easy. This guy sits around all day and does nothing and watches TV. But what about the, the 10 to 20 years that he spent grinding in order to earn that easy life for him or maybe earn that easy life for his future family? So if you've got to bite down and, and invest in some extra hours and maybe have a few sleepless nights, you got to give up some of the, the weekend partying or, or give up that, that crucial Netflix binge time. And that's just what you have to do. But remember that you're investing in yourself. You're willing to work hard now so that you don't, you don't have to work as hard later. Or maybe you still have to work hard, but not as much later. So it's, it's, there's no excuse not to gain more money. I don't care who you are. There is always something available. You can sell lemonade on the corner for all I care. There's always a, a way to make money. Now, the next key factor is, is spending less than you earn. And this is where people struggle because in general, I've discovered that most people aren't financially responsible. Most people don't know how to budget. Most people have zero in their savings, so zero amount of wealth, meaning that, meaning that if you were fired from your job today, you wouldn't be able to survive next month's bills. And if you want to save more, spend less than you make. And I remember reading this really cool book called The, the Automatic Millionaire by, I think it was David Bach. If you guys, are, if you're struggling with budgeting and, and you know you're someone that does is not really skilled at saving, um, it's a great book because he talks about setting up your finances where um, basically everything's automated. And before before you even get your paycheck, right, you've already taken the money out of that check to put in the savings account. That way you don't see it because if you don't see it, you're less likely to spend it. So it's a good book for anyone that struggles with that. But he brought up a very good, uh, a good point in this book, something called the latte factor. And yes, it is exactly what it sounds like, the latte factor, coffee, your morning coffee. And when he was talking about the subject of spending less than you made, he talked about going through your day, right, and, and taking, taking a week or two to do this and just writing down and keeping tabs on everything you spend money on. Right. So, I mean, it's it's a good habit. I, I would encourage that you guys try it right now. Think about your day. Think about today or yesterday. And write down everything you spent money on. And then what you do is, right, you take that. And you kind of filter it between what was necessary and what's not necessary. And you see where you can cut cost. And one of the big examples, this is the one he got famous off of, was the morning latte, the morning coffee, right? Many of you guys are going to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or whatnot, someplace to get your morning fix, maybe twice a day. But let's just take the once a day cup of coffee, right? Let's say you're paying $3.50 for a cup of coffee. And maybe you're doing that twice a day, right? You're a morning and an afternoon type person. So two times a day, you're grabbing a, a cup of coffee. You're spending $7 a day. Now you go to work five days a week, Right? So right there, that's $35 a week that you're spending on coffee. Four weeks in a month, 
That's going to be $140 a month spent on coffee. 12 weeks in a year, that's about $1,700 spent on coffee a year. And this is just one expense. What about the other little snacking? What about going out to lunch instead of uh, buying what you bought from the supermarket? Right? Anything else you can think of, all the luxuries in your life, write those down. See how much they're actually taking from your account. Because I'll tell you what, if you just cut out those simple things, instead of buying two cups of coffee every day, guess what you could have done? You could have given yourself a $1,700 bonus at the end of the year for your trading. And we all know that the larger your account is, the more money you can make off of that account doing the same thing. And it'll slowly cut down months and years off of that big goal of reaching whatever we talked about in the last podcast. And making this commitment isn't always easy, but it's necessary. And seriously, I really want you guys to dig in and and do this, right? Because it's very important to find out where you're wasting money at. I remember a time when I first started coaching and trading, right? So I was trading and then I started, I was trading, I was managing money and then I was coaching. And I had this massive amount of supplemental income that came in that I didn't know what to do with, right? I'm a pretty frugal person. I don't really buy anything. I just, I kind of, I was in the grind mode for so many years thinking I was going to go broke that things started finally turning around. I lived a very cheap life and now I'm making a, a massive amount of money at once. So slowly my living expenses started going up and it wasn't crazy stuff. I wasn't going out buying cars or anything like that, but because I was no longer in this super cheap, save every dime type of, uh, type of mindset, right? Once my trading got well, once I started managing money and whatnot, and then again, the education just took it to a different level. I started you know, getting a little loose with the finances. I started uh, going to the store every day on my way to work picking up a, you know, a candy bar and like one of those expensive like $2 frozen coffee things, right? Started buying more bottled water instead of drinking tap water. Started subscribing to all these financial things. I'm not going to name them, but I subscribe. I, I still subscribe to them now because I can write them off on taxes. But I started buying, you know, all these different newspapers and these different services. I started signing up for different programs because I, I, I could, you know, it wasn't a, a big deal to throw a couple hundred dollars at stuff right on a monthly basis. And like any company, you 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 get to a point where you've got to cut back. In order for the company to grow, you have to invest more in the company. And I remember that point came and it's like, okay, well, I got to stop giving myself a paycheck or a very reduced paycheck. Let's put it that way. And I've got to start investing more in the company in order to take it to the next level. And I remember when doing so, things got a little bit hard because now that reduced paycheck Although it seemed like enough to to get the job done, right? It wasn't enough to really sustain the life that I had started living. And I didn't want to dip into my trading account, right? My goal was to never take anything out of my trading account and just compound it over and over again. And I went on this kind of hunt for where I was bleeding money at. And when I went through the, um, the bills and whatnot, I'm finding a $200 subscription here a $300 webinar there, right? 
10 20 dollars spent each week at a convenience store buying candy and chips and snacks and sodas whatever i was buying here and i added them all together and started cutting them out and i basically earned myself another paycheck simply by cutting out really the 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 loose fat the loose weight so give it a try there, there there's i don't want to say there's shortcuts into making your money grow but there are certainly tactics that you can use to be as efficient as possible in getting from point A to point B. And if you're serious about your trading, if you're serious about being a professional trader and maybe even trying to trade full time, meaning that you can quit your, your nine to five completely and produce all of your income from trading, you need to hustle as hard as you can right now on the front end and try to get to that point as fast as you can. And when you get to that point, you don't necessarily relax, but you get a little bit of a, a little bit of a cushion. Your lifestyle can open up a little bit more as your available funds do. And of course, you can achieve your dreams of quitting that job that you hate and doing something that you love all day, every day for the rest of your life. As always, thank you for taking some time out of your day to watch or listen to this podcast. I feel like I dropped a lot of gems today, so feel free if you need to listen to it again in order to catch everything. I think wealth creation and financial responsibility are very, very, very important. It's something that is underlooked in our education system for conspiracy reasons, of course, but it's very important that you become knowledgeable about it so that you can learn for yourself as well as pass it on to future generations. Hey guys, I just want to hop in for a few seconds at the end and say thank you so much for investing your time in this podcast. Each time you guys like it, each time you guys share this on social media, and of course leave a review, it is a massive help to myself. It's also a massive help to us growing this audience and affecting more and more traders out there. So just wanted to give you guys a thank you as always. Keep supporting the show. I love it. We're touching more and more traders. We're changing more and more lives out there, and this is what life should be about. So thank you again, and until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. You guys have a great day.